some environmental reflections drawn from the Jesus in John. I received this invitation with some anxiety, for it is always a challenge to come to this community knowing that a major concern is about the healing and making whole the heart and mind of the city. Nevertheless, I read your letter, <coughs> picked one of the texts, and therefore I stand here being challenged by the Gospel of John. And the information from the Gospel of John comes from John 1, 1 to 5. Didn't do a whole lot for me. <laughs> the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So a word from the Lord. I was pushed, really, from this little text in John 1 to what I discovered as I just continued to read from John. Consequently, my attempt is to offer a word to reflect on ways that Jesus in John can help us become more attentive to improving our practical environment. Jesus in John. John 2. The word reports of an account of Jesus turning water into wine, and I argue that this text can suggest that one of the ways we can deal with helping our community is to learn to be more honest about dealing with environmental concerns. We need to, we need to clean up some of the pollution of our world. Our job is to turn polluted water in the drinkable wine. Lord, hear our prayers. John 3, the word details an event regarding a Pharisee and a suggestion that our religious leaders have some midnight tendencies that connect us to Nicodemus. Therefore, all of us, people of faith, preachers of the word, can do more to help our listeners think and live more like residents of the kingdom. It's so exciting to preach about Jesus, to find some little story about Jesus, and whip the community with the goodness of Jesus. When the truth of the matter is, Jesus never preached about himself. Jesus preached about kingdom. And we are not working on the kingdom of God. We are just trying to give folk a good shot of Jesus so they can go home and cope with the madness. John 4. The word records a narrative about a woman at the well. And I suggest that in today's environment, where a judge is confirmed, regardless of the confession of a professional, credential, powerful woman, mm, we need to do a little bit more about setting our women free. About our communities, the way they treat our sisters and our mothers and our daughters and our wives to help us deal with how we really treat women. And we are in a time when it's so dramatic that we kicked 
Hillary to the curb and got us a blonde head, blue eyed master. It's a treatment of women. That's what the election was really all about. We weren't ready to deal with a woman. Mm -hmm. But we preachers, that's our task, to at least call the community, the community to hear and to see. That's our challenge. Well, finally, as I move to my seat, John 5, there is another word where we find a narrative about a man, not a woman, but a man at the pool. A man at the pool who'd been there for 38 years, waiting for an angel to come down and trouble the water. Jesus asked us, asked the man, if he wanted to be made whole. The man did not answer his question. Instead, he said, when the water is troubled, I have no one to help me into the pool. Therefore, another always beats me into the water. It's amazing how John plays with this water stuff. <laughs> but Jesus said to him, you pick up your bed and walk. I argue that these words can encourage us to move the community from relying on old myths and waiting for some governmental angel to manifest itself and make things better, we are challenged to become more self-actualized and to take more responsibility for our own attitudes of social, political, and spiritual conditions. For the truth of the matter is, all of us have been at the pool too long. Yeah. 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 Amen.